0: Well, good morning. We're going to carry on today with Chapter 6 of the Stages of Meditation. As I alluded to, it's the basis of many Western guides. Kamala Shila goes back to a time of Yogacara and the Middle Way, Madhyamaka. And uh, this Chapter 6 is entitled Wisdom, but we're going to open with an important aspect of Buddhism that I'd like to highlight once again. According to Buddhist tradition, the validity of a philosophical doctrine is determined by logical reasoning. The Buddha very clearly stated, Bhikkhus and scholars should examine my words in the way that a goldsmith tests gold by burning, cutting and rubbing. Only then should my words be accepted, not out of respect for me. It reminds me of a quote, that there is room In Buddha's face for logic and reason. And so we go on, chapter six again, wisdom, the stages of meditation, Kamala Shila. The Heap of Jewels Sutra says single pointed concentration is achieved by adhering to moral ethics. With the achievement of single pointed concentration, you meditate on wisdom. Wisdom helps you attain a pure pristine awareness. Through pure pristine awareness, your moral conduct is perfected. I love this short, but it's so pithy. What it's reminding us here, again, single-pointed concentration is achieved by adhering to moral ethics. This shila is the basis of our practice with the achievement of single point in concentration, you meditate on wisdom. Wisdom is the opposite of ignorance. Wisdom, in this case, we're talking about this truth, this understanding, this teaching. Wisdom helps you attain a pure pristine awareness, allows you to step away from these aspects that we're trying to transcend. And through pure, pristine awareness, our moral conduct is perfected. How it builds upon itself in a circular manner, just like the Brahma Viharas uh, work to uh, extinguish, extinguish the uh, the three poisons of ignorance, attachment, and aversion. But they also benefit, even in the absence of the three poisons, as it says here. If you can. Work on your moral ethics. Pristine awareness perfects them. We'll go further. The meditation on faith in the Mahayana Sutra says, O child of noble family, if you do not abide by wisdom, I cannot say how you will have faith in the Mahayana of the Buddhists, in the Bodhisattvas, or how you will set forth in the Mahayana. O child of noble family, you should know that this is because Bodhisattva's faith in the Mahayana and setting forth in the Mahayana occurs as a result of contemplating the perfect Dharma and reality with a mind free of distraction. A yogi's mind will be distracted to various objects if he cultivates only special insight without developing a calmly abiding mind. It will be unstable, like a butter lamp in wind. Since clarity of pristine awareness will be absent, these two, special insight and calm abiding mind, should be cultivated equally. Therefore, the Sutras of the Great and Complete Transcendence of Suffering says, hearers cannot see Buddha nature because their single-pointed absorption is stronger and wisdom is weaker. Bodhisattvas can see it, but not clearly, because their wisdom is stronger and their single-pointed concentration is weaker. Whereas tathagatas can see all, because they possess a calmly abiding mind and a special insight to an equal degree. I like this uh, couple passages, because when we break it down, even at the very dawn of the practice, there were yogis who didn't understand that um, shamatha and Vipassana were two sides of a coin. You can't have one properly without the other, talking about being unstable. Since the clarity of pristine awareness, this is this achievement of uh, of wisdom, a complete achievement of wisdom. Needing the two. And then he talks about us as hearers, practitioners. For us, our single pointed absorption is stronger and our wisdom is weaker. Again, not a matter of being smarter or dumber, but in this case what we're talking about... It's an understanding of the teachings and of the nature of reality and self and all of the stuff we're working on. So until we achieve, uh, well, until we eliminate the ignorance that keeps us trapped within this cycle, we don't have the wisdom necessary to achieve the liberation that we're seeking. That's why he goes on and talks about bodhisattvas. They can see it, but not clearly, because their wisdom is stronger than their single-pointed concentration, right? Because in this case, right, they've perfected their wisdom because they're bodhisattvas, right? So they've put themselves, uh, after others. So great wisdom, but their single point in concentration is not perfect because for the same reason they're distracted by the suffering of others, right? And finally, tathagatas. this is, uh, The the one who knows this is a Buddha, they can see all because they possess the two qualities in equal measure. Equanimity, they say, in equal degree. Calm, abiding mind and special insight together. And this chapter finishes with Due to the power of calm, abiding meditation, the mind will not be disturbed by the wind of conceptual thoughts like a butter lamp undisturbed by the breeze. Special insight eliminates every stain of wrong views. Thus, you will not be affected by the wrong views of others. The Moon Lamp Sutra says, By the force of calm-abiding meditation, the mind will become unwavering, and with special insight it will become like a mountain. Therefore, maintain a yogic practice of them both. Well, That was chapter 6, Wisdom. And if you've been following the podcast along, uh, you're familiar with what we've been talking about, right? This commonly held misconception of separating these two. So uh, go forth and uh, keep your shamatha and Vipassana in balance, your special insight and your calm abiding.